0: Welcome to The Manager Track, the leadership podcast where we help ambitious managers across the ranks become confident and competent leaders people love to work for. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw. You're listening to The Manager Track podcast, episode number one, and we are going to talk about supporting your team during a time of uncertainty and change. But before we do, Let me say one more thing. I am truly thrilled to start this podcast that has been in my heart and on my mind for so long. My mission is, with the work that I do, to help people get up a Monday morning and love going to work. That's what I really crave. I don't want to see statistics of 70% disengagement rates from Gallup. No, I want to see 70% of the workforce feeling good at work, thriving, thriving, being excited to contribute, to participate, to be part of a team, and to do meaningful work. And I believe the key to this is the relationship between the manager and the employee. I believe that the leader in an organization has a huge responsibility and it can make a huge impact on how employees feel, how productive and engaged and motivated they are and essentially change the way we work and how we feel at work. This is my mission. This is my vision. And that's what gets me going every day. And that's why I want to share this podcast with you. Now, I'm recording this during a time that is unprecedented. We're in the middle of the lockdown, shelter in place, remote work environments, and the economic and health situation is unlike any we've seen before. So This is a time where leadership really, really matters. It's in a crisis where uh, leaders will fall or rise. It is in a crisis where it really shows who can create a team and, and foster and support a team in a way that keeps them engaged and productive and will create increased trust and loyalty on that team once we're getting through to the other side of this crisis. Or if this is a leader who is not practicing good leadership um, skills and therefore the team is slowly but surely getting more and more disengaged, demotivated, and uh, becomes less loyal, which will have a huge negative impact down the line. So I'm here uh, today and every single day to support my clients, people in my orbit, and you with tools with suggestions with new perspectives and encouragement to show up as the best leader that you can be to have the impact that you want to have to add value to your organization and to other people and along the way to accelerate your career and step into higher and higher levels of leadership in the organization of your choice So this first episode is uh, dedicated to the topic of supporting your team. And, you know, this is not a coincidence that I chose this topic because I strongly believe that great leadership comes from putting people first, to recognize that we're all in the business of people and your employees, regardless of where you are in in sort of the hierarchy, right? If you're a frontline manager, mid-manager, senior manager, uh, part of the executive leadership team or the CEO, then it comes down to putting your people first, to lead with heart and with head, and not just with the head. And this is why supporting your team members right now is always important, but especially important right now. So I want to talk to you about the three pillars that I would identify as core pillars of what it really means to support a team. Because right when I say support your team, there are many different <laughs> ways I can look at that and, and think about it. But what does it really mean? look like in your day-to-day. I'm all about making it tactical and giving you actionable, tangible advice. So the three pillars are information, expectations, and availability. Now we're going to break each of those different pillars um, down further so that you know exactly what that means and what you can do right away to better support your team during this time of uncertainty and change. So let's start with information. Information is all about how the information flows, how the information is interpreted and documented. The biggest part here is that you want to understand that you as a manager is responsible for translating company-wide information to each single uh, person on your team. So if their company issues a statement or makes a decision to shift the strategy Or to cut costs, it is on you to look at your team and figure out who do I need to talk with first, second, third, and what do I need to say so that they understand what this means for the company, for the team, and for their own job. And it may not impact them at all. But we're all story-making machines. That means that even though it may not impact them at all, it may still create a level of uncertainty. And so you want to address this proactively and explicitly explain what company-wide updates really mean to them. Even if it seems to you like an obvious thing, this is a time to over-communicate and share all those things. The more you can remove unnecessary uncertainty the better you will do in this area of of information and communication. The second thing to consider here is that it's easy, especially in a remote work setup, to focus on your boss, communication with your boss and communication with your team. Oh, you know, I check in with my team all the time. I check in with my boss. But what we tend to forget in a remote setup, and especially during time of crisis, is that we need to also talk to people who are uh, peers to us and teams that we may work with or that our team members work with frequently so that we know what's going on on their side and how they're pivoting and how they're shifting and what's their state of mind. Um, So think about how often and with whom you need to communicate and have an information flow set in place so that your team members know exactly what other teams are doing, how it's impacting them, how it's impacting the collaboration with other teams. So think about your boss's peers. Think about key stakeholders. Think about other teams or people that you frequently engage with or work with. A quick idea here is simply start inviting other people or other teams to part of your team meeting. So let's say you have a one hour team meeting every Monday. Make it a habit to invite a person that you often interact with or that's running a key project in the company to last 15 minutes of your team meeting and have them go over how their strategy is shifting or how they're being impacted or what's going on for them or what are their future plans. This information will usually flow in an office environment somewhat naturally or you just pick up on it. But now that we're remote, you're responsible for ensuring information flows Avramelic 360 degree perspective. Then also consider uh, what you need to document, right? So this is all about how much can I uh, write once or say once and then a lot of people can read it or can hear it. Uh, I document a lot of my processes, all of my processes, um, and then I also record videos on instructions and, and key procedures and workflows so that anyone uh, I work with or anyone on my team can pick it up and and easily take care of that task right now you want to plan for absences you want to plan for possible layoffs unfortunately right you might be in that situation so document the things that are in people's heads and the things that are in your head so that they're down on a paper and any other person could easily pick up and complete the task without you having to repeat it over and over again right so this is a big time saver and then also ask your team members what information they wish to have or don't have yet, but would make them more uh, successful, more productive at their job. It is not on you to read other people's minds. So ask your team members what they need more of, maybe what they need less of. So that's the pillar of information. Now let's move on to the second pillar. The second pillar is all about expectations. During a time where things change, strategies change, the workplaces change, work approaches change, and we're remote, and dealing with possibly caring for other people in our household, or caring for kids or sick people, helping the community, or, or any other way that we're being impacted by the remote work, You want to be crystal clear uh, and explicitly state the expectations that you have on other people. You cannot hold a grudge or uh, feel negative about any expectation or any unmet expectation that you have not communicated. So maybe this has to do with how quickly do they need to respond to emails? What are expected work hours? Some companies say, I don't care when you do the work, right? As long as you're available for meetings that get scheduled and you get your work done. I'm fine if you work late at night or early in the morning. You want to clarify who is directly responsible for a project. You want to identify and clarify deadlines, goals, and so forth. So that a lot of people use OKRs, which is a great way to track it. And it may just mean you need to be a little more granular on your goals and expectations than you usually are. So, set those agreements in place and be as explicit as you possibly can. Again, think about overcommunication. This will also help to eliminate the unnecessary certainty in people's day to day. Now, the last pillar has to do with availability. And here I'm specifically talking about your availability. So, how often are you available for one on ones and when are those scheduled? How often or when are you available for office hours, for example, where people can ask questions versus having to ping you during the day? When are your team meetings? What other channels are you available and where and how should they escalate issues? So get really clear on that. And then on the other hand, what are your boundaries? So this is a time it's really easy to burn out and it may be okay to run, you know, at 150% for a couple of weeks. But we're now all very clear. This is not an issue of a couple of weeks, right? We've already long passed that. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. So what boundaries do you need to set in place to maintain your productivity over the long term? Maybe that means that you're not checking emails after a certain time in the afternoon or evening. Maybe it means that you're only checking your emails a couple times a day. And if someone needs something urgent, they should call you. Maybe it means that you're not first escalation point, but there is a peer review or uh, something else in place where you're not the first person to be contacted in case of an issue. So when it comes to availability, there's the two sides to it. One is Where and when and how often are you making yourself available to support your team? And then how do you make sure that you're also setting the boundaries for yourself so that you can focus on the big picture, the big moves, the strategy, the changes that need to happen, keeping that ship moving in the right direction. Speaking of that strategy and strategic thinking and moving your ship or that plane and flying that in the right direction is something that we're going to talk about in episode number two. So definitely listen in if you want to know how to be strategic find time for that strategic work in your busy day-to-day life where you have a lot of fires going on especially during the current time but in a time of crisis where a lot of things change some within your control some within your business and some with outside of your control and some outside of your business right with vendors and with clients and with partnerships that have nothing to do with your immediate business or your immediate team, yet you're being impacted by it and you and your team will need to adjust and pivot accordingly. So speaking of how to support your people, this is what this episode was all about. Remember the three pillars. Number one was all about information documenting, sharing, establishing information flows so that information uh, is shared widely, transparently, and in a way that really sets people up to be successful and productive. Number two was expectations. To be very clear and what's expected from whom by when to track it and to keep people accountable and set those agreements in place that may just be natural in an office environment uh, with set working hours but now that we're all working remote. We need to make those agreements explicit and have a conversation with the entire team about it. And then the third pillar was availability, your availability, and also your boundaries that you need to set in place so that you're not burning out, you're taking good care of yourself, so that you're having headspace and time to dedicate to the strategic work that is important and you need to take care of. And that wraps up episode number one on how to support your team during a time of uncertainty and change. I hope you're taking nuggets of wisdom and inspiration and and ideas out of this episode so that you can go back and figure out what are the missing pieces in my role, in my work, with my team, things that I haven't thought about within the three pillars that I should put a little bit more attention to and implement and take action on. In all my work, I am keenly eager to reduce and shorten the time frame between having an insight, learning something and then taking action because power is not in knowledge. Power comes from taking action based on knowledge. And with that, I'm going to wrap up episode number one. This is the beginning of our podcast. And I would so appreciate if you could give it a review on the platform that you're listening to or share it with some of your friends or colleagues, other people who would benefit from having this information and getting inspired and encouraged uh, and feel supported through this podcast. I know this is early on and it's a big ask. But this is how we can get more people inspired to have a heart-centered approach to leadership and change the way teams are run, teams are led, relationships between employees and leaders so that more of us can thrive and go to work Monday morning being excited to contribute, to, to be on a path with mission, purpose and growth, feel motivated and engaged as we do If you're curious, what would be possible for you if you had a coach and a partner on your side as you're navigating the challenges in your leadership role, then let's connect and have a conversation. These conversations are no pressure. It's all about serving you, helping you get clarity about what is needed, what to pay attention to most and how to move forward. You can connect with me at RamonaShaw.com or specifically schedule a call by visiting RamonaShaw.com forward slash apply. In the meantime, take good care and be well. I'll talk to you soon. If you love this show, then you love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com com forward slash masterclass you'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid plus you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away go to ramonashah.com forward slash masterclass to sign up